In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a concept that I refer to as the Oprah effect. If you're wanting to build massive amounts of goodwill, authority, and trust in your community, yet you don't like coming up with endless amounts of content, then I want you to listen to today's episode, because in today's episode, I'm going to show you how to position yourself and your practice as the go-to thought leader to build massive amounts of goodwill and authority without having to create any content at all. I'm Angus Pike, and welcome to the Marketing Your Practice podcast. The Oprah Effect. What is it? Well, in today's episode, I want to be talking to you all about interviews. But before we do that, have you downloaded this report, this uh, 100 different patient attracting videos that'll build massive amounts of goodwill, authority, and expertise? Today's episode, I'm going to be talking lots with you about the interviews. It's one of the 20 templates that I go into detail inside of here as well. The biggest challenge that so many of you tell me that you have with creating videos is coming up with content. There's a hundred different ideas inside of here that you could really easily change into it literally being a thousand of them. You can get this checklist, you can get this patient report, you can get it by going to adiomedia.com forward slash attraction, okay? And I'll send it straight to you. So today, as I mentioned before, we're gonna talk all about interviews. Interviews are something when it comes to videos that too few of you are doing. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about one of my coaching clients, Chris, who's doing and using interviews to build massive amounts of authority in his town. So yes, coming up with content can be tricky, but I think about someone like Oprah, who is arguably one of the most powerful and trusted human beings on the world on the world, in the world, and she built all that trust and that authority by not coming up with the content herself, but by interviewing people. Now, yes, I'm sure she had a significant choice on who she interviewed and how she went about it and her guests on there, but mostly what she did is she got really interesting people. She brought them onto a talk show and then she had really fascinating conversations with them. You can build that same level of authority, of expertise in your community by getting really good at interviewing people. Now, often people tell me, well, if I'm just interviewing other people and I'm asking them about how great they are, won't that do a great job at just kind of promoting their business? And the short answer is yes. And we'll talk about in a moment how we will, by promoting their business, it'll also help to promote your business. What you will quickly become is a trusted advisor the gatekeeper, when your community sees you at the center here, interviewing health practitioners in around your community, then all of a sudden that you become that linchpin that joins everybody together. In fact, I think it was Seth Godin has a book all about this process. Now, not only are interviews a really fantastic way for you to come up with content, it's also a really great way for you to network with other practitioners in your community. I hear people are uh, being told all the time, new practitioners, look, just go around to other, pra uh, uh, other practitioners in your community, uh, introduce yourself to them and let them know that you're new in town and that you're opening up a practice. Um, that's a really difficult thing to do. And even if you're an extrovert, to just kind of ring up somebody out of the blue and want to sit down and have a coffee with them, it kind of reeks a little bit of that kind of salesperson sort of thing. Now, I, I've told you stories about this in the past that probably certainly a couple of times a month, I'll have somebody come past my chiropractic practice. Often it's a myotherapist or a massage uh, practitioner. Many times it might be a new yoga studio that's opening up. And they come into my practice and they ask to speak with me. And 
Invariably it goes like this. Hi, my name's Ben. I'm a new massage practitioner in town. I just wanted to give you my card here. If you and of your patients need a massage, then feel free to send them to me. Ben hands over his cards, he leaves. I then take his cards and I put them straight in the bin. Now you might be thinking, Angus, you asshole. But really what, I don't know Ben, other than Ben coming in, he might've seemed like a really nice uh, guy. Why would I refer my patients who I have a relationship to somebody who I don't even know? Every now and then, Ben shows up uh, in a different format, and Ben this time might show up as Beth. She comes in, she says this time, hey, I'm a new massage practitioner in town. I love working with chiropractors. I think that everybody should be getting a chiropractic adjustment. I wanted to know a little bit more about your practice, what you do, and what kind of patients you would like me to refer to. When Beth comes in like this, and she makes that whole meeting all about me and my practice, Remember, I know this sounds really basic, but the topic that all of us like to hear about most is ourselves. And when somebody comes in offering to actually help us grow our practice, then we start to listen in a very different way. This is the way that I would build a relationship with Beth. Now, the other thing and the way that I would go about this and the way that I recommend all my coaching clients go about this is that Beth could go in and come into my practice as well. And she could say, listen, I'm putting together a bunch of really informative interviews for my patients as well. I want them to understand how great chiropractic is, when they should see a chiropractor, what sort of chiropractic care they should get, what chiropractic's great for. And I'm just wondering whether or not I might be able to interview you. It'll be a really short five to 10 minute interview. We can talk about all the questions beforehand. I'll actually be sending this out with all of my list and I'll actually even be paying to promote it throughout the community as well. All you need to do is actually uh, say yes to the interview. Would that be okay? Now, how many times out of 10 do you think I'm going to say yes to that interview? Now, 10, if not 11 times out of 10, I'm always going to say yes to that. There's virtually no work for me to do. Somebody's going to ask me the questions. Beth is going to do a great job to make my practice and make me look really great. And then she's going to share it out. Now, as part of this process, one of the things that you should be doing when you're putting this information out, and I, I do this with the Marketing Your Practice podcast as well. I don't have any requirements of my guests other than them to be on here. Sometimes they'll say to me, do you want me to you know, market this to my list? And I'll say, you're not required to, but if you'd like to, that's okay. Now, the way I really encourage them to share this content with their list is I try to do as good a job as I possibly can at having them look really amazing. I'll take out little mini clips of where they've said something profound or shared something really great, and I'll send that back to them, and I might send it to Dennis. Hey, Dennis, here's a little mini clip of the conversation that we had together, you sharing your wisdom. I'll make sure the video is really well edited. There's some music underneath it there too. And you gotta guess, maybe at least half the time, Dennis is gonna share that out with his audience. Now, as Dennis shares that out with his audience, I'm now exposed to a whole new group of people. So think about this. How might this work for your practice? You would start with this. You would think about who are the practitioners in my community and not just practitioners. So maybe if you're a chiropractor, you might think about the yoga studios, uh, the gyms, the natural health food store. Maybe there's even some kind of organic kind of supermarkets as well. Uh, what other kind of, you know, maybe that's a, a counselor. What kind of people would fit inside of your tribe? Where do your existing patients like to shop? What other practitioners do they like to use? Get a list of all of those first and then start to reach out to them. And you very much wanna reach out to them with a service base that I was wondering if I could interview you. I'd like to let my patients know more about personal training. In particular, 
And again, you can lead them a little bit here. I was talking with Chris about this, that if during this, for instance, isolationist time, you might say, look, my, lots of my patients are wanting to know about home-based kind of workouts. Do you have some thoughts about home-based workouts that people could do, body weight stuff in particular? And most personal trainers will answer in one or two ways. They'll either say, heck yes. And if they say no, then the thing that I will ask them is, what are you passionate about? What are you like? What are you great? Who's your ideal person that you like dealing with? And so maybe this personal trainer comes back and says, look, weight loss is where I get really great results, but particularly weight loss in women aged kind of that 40 to 55 age group. And then I would say, great, that's a conversation that my audience would like to hear about as well. And then I go and I have a conversation with a personal trainer about this. Now, once you start to do this with multiple practitioners, you then absolutely want to post it on your socials as well. And I'm going to suggest that you even throw 5, 10, 15, maybe $20 behind it, boosting it out to your community. Very quickly, within a matter of months, you'll be starting to position yourself as the health Oprah. You'll be the person that's uh, in the center here. You'll be the guide person of, I'm the arbiter of what's great when it comes to health practitioners in my community. Very quickly, like I have in the podcast, I have other people reaching out to me wanting to be a part of it. Now, yes, I promise you, this will help to build authority and expertise for you also. So your job with these interviews is really simple. You want to make sure that you make the practitioner look as good as possible. All the success in these interviews is done with the preparation beforehand. Now, I'm lucky when it comes to the podcast because most of the people that I'm interviewing are used to having been interviewed. But most of the people that you're interviewing, this might be their first time, so they might be a little bit nervous. So some structures of what you might want to have uh, them talked about beforehand could be just as simple as this. Let them know before you get on the interview, who do they love to deal with and where do they get great results? And let them know that that's mostly what you're going to be talking about in the interview. That you're going to start the interview by asking them, why did you become a personal trainer? What got you interested in personal training and how long have you been doing it for? Then after you've done asked that question, you're going to go into and you're going to say, hey, listen, we're talking beforehand that you really love dealing with women in that 30, 40 to 55 group and that you get great results with weight loss. What's your secret? And then you would go and let them talk a little bit about that. And then at the end, you would just wind it up there and you would just say, hey, listen, so to my audience, my listeners out there too, if you're having difficulty with losing weight, if you're wanting to find a personal trainer in the local community here, then I can really recommend this person as well. And as usual, if you've got any questions, ask them down beneath here. If you've done a really great job at making that personal trainer look really fabulous, making them look great, some editing, maybe a bit of music behind it, that kind of stuff. If you then send it out to that personal trainer afterwards, you can bet they're going to want to share it not only with their audience, but maybe they might want to promote it also. Now, this doesn't have to be difficult. These interviews, in the most cases, should be in that five to 10 minute range. And not only could you be interviewing uh, local health practitioners, but Chris, who I spoke about before, and he has two arms that he's doing to this. So he's positioning himself as the authority, as the linchpin in amongst the health practitioners in his community. But he's also going around local businesses. He's going around local businesses at the moment because he's wanting to get his community in this post-isolation world back in shopping locally again. So he goes to the local coffee shop. He organizes this in advance goes to Bill, the local coffee person, says, Bill, I'd like to shoot a little video here and share it with my community about your coffee shop. I'm going to ask you some simple questions. How long have you been here for? What do you love about your shop? 
And what's if someone's to come in, what's the best thing for them to order? So maybe Bill makes a really great pastrami sandwich and doesn't mean cappuccino. So again, these videos here might be closer to that two minute range. And all Chris does in this situation is he opens the video up like this. Hey, I'm here with Bill from Bill's Coffee Shop. We're going to talk quickly about Bill's amazing pastrami sandwiches and the mean cappuccino that he makes. And gang, remember, as we come out of this isolation world, now's a great time for us to get back shopping locally again. Bill, welcome. Bill, when did you become a coffee maker, pastrami sandwich maker? You want to have 60 seconds, 90 seconds conversation with Bill. And then again, at the end there, so if you want a great pastrami sandwich and a mean cappuccino, come down to Bill's Cafe. Now you might be thinking, what the heck has this got to do with building my chiropractic practice? Everything. As you're doing this, what you're doing is you're positioning yourself as a generous person. You're showing your audience who you are. You're delivering value to them. You're showing that you're heart-centered and you're community-based. Remember, when people are making a decision to come and see you, they're making a decision based on emotion they're making a sit they're not making a decision based on logic let me say that again they're making a decision based on emotion when you come across as friendly when you come across as likable when you come across as trusting these will be some of the key ingredients that will go into somebody wanting to choose your yoga studio your chiropractic your chiropractic office so let's summarize all this again interviews well, we very quickly a really powerful tool that you can use to start to build trust, authority and expertise in your community. The Oprah effect. The great thing about an interview is that you don't even have to be the one coming up with the content. Yes, a little bit of preparation beforehand and providing some direction to the people that you're interviewing will very quickly position you as a person of authority in your community. There are two sorts of interviews that I think you should be doing. Absolutely, number one is that you should be interviewing like-minded health practitioners and shops in your community. And depending on when you listen to this, in these current post-COVID times, if you wanted to build even more goodwill and authority, then maybe you could uh, copy off Chris's leads and go into uh, local shops, start to build some attention in behind it. Throw a few dollars behind these videos, five, 10, 15, $20 a week to get it built, built boosted out to your community as well. Interviews is what you should be doing. If you're looking for more great ideas for your videos, then again, be sure to download this attraction, okay? It's a really great checklist, cheat sheet, goes through. It'll give you a hundred video ideas of which interviews are just one of them to help you build lots of goodwill, authority. Right now, gang, videos is what you should be doing. It's not a matter of if you should be doing them. It's just a matter of what type you should be doing. This will really help you. You can get that by going to adiomedia.com forward slash attraction. The link to that will be in the show notes. As always, gang, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives. Hope this has been super helpful for you. See you back here on our next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one -on -one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.